Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and we are in ordinary time, the 15th week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding Word of God. A reading from Genesis chapter 50. We start at verse 15. Realizing that their father was dead, Joseph's brothers said, What if Joseph still bears a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the wrong that we did to him? So they approached Joseph, saying, Your father gave this instruction before he died. Say to Joseph, I beg you, forgive the crime of your brothers and the wrong they did in harming you. Now therefore, please forgive the crime of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also wept, fell down before him, and said, We are here as your slaves. But Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? Even though you intended to do me harm, God intended it for good, in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today. So have no fear. I myself will provide for you and for your little ones. In this way he reassured them, speaking kindly to them. If you remember, Joseph's brothers wanted to kill him, but instead they decide to sell him as a slave to traveling traders who take Joseph down into Egypt and sell him as a slave into the court of an Egyptian bureaucrat. Things go from bad to worse, and Joseph ends up in jail, where he gains a reputation as an interpreter of dreams. When Pharaoh has a troubling dream, Joseph, by the grace of God, is able to interpret it where no one else can. Interpretation is that there's going to be seven years of abundance followed by seven years of famine. So if Pharaoh acts now, he can store up enough grain to make it through the famine. In gratitude, Pharaoh not only lets Joseph free from prison, but puts him in charge of the effort to stockpile grain and prepare for the future. When the famine hits the region, Joseph's brothers in Canaan, that is uh, Jacob's other sons, go down into Egypt to buy grain. They don't recognize him now, but it is Joseph, their brother, who is in charge of the grain reserve. 
and who meets him there. When Joseph sees them, he doesn't hold what they did to him against them. Instead, he reveals himself as their brother. He weeps tears of joy at their reunion. He fills their baskets, sends them on their way, and tells them to bring their father back with them to find refuge there where he is. What Joseph tells them in this is is that this is not a story of cruelty, jealousy, and hatred as as it appeared to be, but, but now it is a story of how God used that brother's hatred as a means of saving the whole family through the grace of God that he has showed to Joseph, the very brother that they rejected, has now become the one to save the family. And yet, for all of Joseph's kindness, the brothers, for some reason, cannot comprehend that they are forgiven, that God has redeemed their evil actions and turned it into something good for them and for their family. It is, as St. Paul tells us, that God works all things together for good for those who love him and were called according to his purposes. The brothers still think that Joseph is just waiting for a time. Now that their father is dead, perhaps this is the time when Joseph will finally get his revenge. It is there that they finally confess. They beg and ask for forgiveness. And it is when they ask for forgiveness that they finally receive a forgiveness that has already been pronounced. In this passage, the brothers are finally absolved and their guilt is finally removed, and it is replaced with a trust in God's forgiveness, the forgiveness that Joseph has already announced earlier. How wonderful God is, Joseph proclaims, that God has taken what was meant for evil and used us to save us all from death, and to bring us all back together, to reconcile us, to set aside our hatred, our grudges, and to join us together as one family. This is but a small glimpse of what God has done for us in Jesus. The one rejected by all becomes the Savior of the world. And it is the love of God that has done this. And the love of Joseph for his family that allows him, within God's love, to carry no grudge, to seek no revenge, but instead to forgive. At the center of God's love is a limitless capacity for forgiveness. And it is that forgiveness that means life for us and salvation for this world. In Jesus Christ our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we grateful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people who live in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. We think especially of those recovering from the earthquake in Morocco. For people living in neighborhoods plagued by violence, and for those who all these years later still mourn and still grieve and still feel the pain of the attacks of September 11th. We pray, Lord, for those who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for the sick and the mourning, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve us. Amen.